Have you ever wondered exactly how to pray for somebody in your life? Well, I've got some news for you. The book of Ephesians includes a specific prayer how to pray for the people in your lives. Now, during this teaching, we're going to ask that God would open the eyes of our hearts so that we can see our life situations the way God sees them. And then we're going to pray for the people in our lives. Welcome to A Jolt of Joy. This is your host, Carol McLeod. Thank you for tuning in to the Charisma Podcast Network. Hi, this is Carol McLeod, and welcome to Defiant Joy Radio. As always, it's my delight and joy to teach the Word of God to you. You know, I love teaching the Word of God. I would rather teach the Bible than eat or sleep or shop or even breathe. And as I prepare to teach the Bible, let me tell you what I do. I pray for Holy Spirit revelation and insight. You see, I want God's insight on the scriptures and not my own. And then I study for hours and hours and hours and hours. And I love every hour that I spend studying the Word of God. And then I ask the Holy Spirit to show me what should stay in the teaching and what should go. I spend time on my knees listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. And then I pray for all of you who are listening. I pray for you to receive a word from God. I pray for your lives and what concerns you. You know, I have some goals in teaching the Word of God, and my first goal is this, to teach the Word of God in a creative, interesting way that anyone can understand. My second goal is this, to help anyone who listens to fall in love with the Bible and with the Lord in a deeper, more intimate way. So let me just say this, pray for me as I pray for you. We're in this together with the Holy Spirit and with the Word of God. And we all make such a great team, don't we? Last time we ended by studying Ephesians 1.15. So let's pick up there with just a bit of review. Let me read to you Ephesians 1.15. For this reason, I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus, which exists among you and your love for all the saints. In this verse, Paul begins a majestic prayer. And so if you want to know how to pray for somebody, you must pray Ephesians 1, 15 through 23 over their lives. This is good stuff and it's worth reviewing. Ephesians 1, 16. I do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers. So the first thing you should do when you pray for anybody is to give thanks. Thank the Lord for your spouse and for your children, for your parents, for your boss, for your neighbors. Don't ever start a prayer with a complaint. Always begin with praise. You know, praise is a real key to life in Christ, isn't it? Don't whine and complain in prayer about what you don't have. Don't whine and complain in prayer about what you don't like about your life, but lift your voice in song and in gratitude. There's always something, always something or someone for which you can be grateful. You know, Paul prayers for the church of Ephesus by name. And this is a good reminder to you and me. Let's pray for the people by name, not in generalities, but by name. Maybe you should buy a prayer journal. I know I have in order to write down people's names and prayer requests. 
Now, in the next three verses, as we learned last time, the Holy Spirit wants you to know four things. The Holy Spirit wants you to know God. The Holy Spirit wants you to know who you are in Him and what you've been called to do. The Holy Spirit wants you to know your inheritance and to know the power within you. Ephesians 1, 17 that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. You know, we must remind ourselves every day that we don't have a better idea than God. You know what? I don't need to give God my ideas concerning people and situations. He's got the best idea of all. Now, what I do need to do is ask that God would give the people in my Ephesus, the people that I care about, a spirit of wisdom and revelation, and that they would know him in his fullness. You know, of all the things you know this side of heaven, sports scores, the price at the mall, of all the things you know, places to visit, music, the thing that you should spend your life getting to know the best is the Father. How do you get to know someone? Well, that's an easy answer. By spending time together, by listening to their voice, by asking questions, by lingering in their presence, by making dates or appointments. And so getting to know God is not rocket science, my friend. Read the Bible. Pray. When you pray, talk and listen. Talk about Him to other people. And as you get to know God the Father, you will obtain wisdom. And wisdom is what you need every day of your life. So often I cry out for wisdom. God, give me wisdom to parent, to be a wife, to deal with money, to deal with calories, to deal with my time. Do you know what wisdom is at its very core? When my children were little and I would talk to them about wisdom, I would say to them, wisdom is thinking like God thinks. That's wisdom in a nutshell, isn't it? Wisdom is thinking like God thinks. It's getting God's perspective and opinion on a situation. You know, God's opinion often does not agree with the culture, with human smarts, or with preference. It certainly doesn't agree with man's opinion. You know, you might come to God and say, God, I need more finances. God, I need more provision. And God might answer with his wisdom, good, I understand. My wisdom to you is to give more and to faithfully tithe. Now, that doesn't sound like wisdom from earth's perspective, does it? But it's what God thinks when it comes to finances. So you might respond to God, what? You mean I shouldn't buy a lottery ticket? You mean I shouldn't use my credit card more often? And God wisely would respond, no, if you need more finances, Give to someone this week. Tithe every single week. Or what if this is your need for wisdom? What if this is your prayer request? God, I don't love my spouse anymore. Would you please change my spouse? And God might answer and say to you, you know, thanks for coming to me on this issue because I care deeply about your marriage. And I'm going to challenge you, love your spouse even when you don't feel like it. Love is not a feeling. It is a choice. The Lord might say to you today, love your spouse to a greater extent. Act like it when you don't feel like it. Serve your spouse. Lay your life down for your spouse. Only let kind words come out of your mouth regardless of how they talk to you. And you might say, what? 
I don't get to trade my spouse in for a newer model? Are you kidding me, God? I don't even get to give my spouse the silent treatment? And God will respond to you in his wisdom. No, you get to love your spouse the way I love your spouse. Unconditionally, completely, and enthusiastically love your spouse. Or today, this might be your prayer request. God, I hate my boss. I hate the people I work with. Would you please get me a new job? And God might answer you, I understand. I know what it's like to work with difficult people. And God might say, you know what? I actually put you there strategically because I need you in this work situation. You're actually working for me and not for your difficult boss. And I've called you to be a light in a dark place. I've called you to be a spark of joy in a negative environment. Will you do it? Now, remember, you live in Jesus Christ. You have the mind of Christ, and you access his wisdom by believing that he wants you to be the wisest person at your moment in history. God wants you to be wise, my friend. You don't need a degree, a doctorate, a passport, or a six-figure income to be wise. This is what you must do. You must ask God for wisdom and believe that he's given it to you. God gives generously, and he doesn't make fun of anyone who comes to him asking for wisdom. Of course we need wisdom. He's God, and we're the human being. And some of us need more wisdom than others. So today, let me remind you as we continue our study in Ephesians 1, don't pray your opinions over people. Don't give God your human ideas concerning people or circumstances. Pray the word of God in your life. Thank God for the person you're praying for, and then ask that God would give them wisdom and revelation as they know him better and better and better. Ephesians 1, verse 18. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. You know, this is a good prayer to pray over your own life. God, open the eyes of my heart. Open the eyes of the people I love. Open the eyes of their hearts. God, let me see this situation this person, the way that you see it. God, I don't want to see what only I see. God, the Father, I just want to see what you see. And then God says that you would know the hope of my calling. You need to know who you are in him and what you've been called to do. Following Christ is a hopeful call, my friend. You can look ahead and see the goodness of God in front of you. And then what's the next thing you must know? You must know your inheritance. You must know what your dad has for you. You know, generally an inheritance is released after death, but Jesus died on the cross. The death has taken place and he has given you everything that belonged to him while he was on planet earth. You have his power and his strength. You have the intimacy with God the Father. You have wisdom and his prayer life, and you have his abundance. He has bequeathed everything to you that belonged to him. Ephesians 1, 19. And what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe? These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might. You are powerful. Pray for the power 
and pray that those that you love would also receive His power today. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.